Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. We've been doing this bloody podcast. Four, five, bastard. Yes. yes. Hooray. The Scummy Mummies podcast is five today. Hooray. Let's yes. get the champagne out and the cakes yes. and the Doritos. Well. Uh, yes. Oh, hello. Welcome to our anniversary episode. Oh, I'm so thrilled. We've got so much to celebrate, haven't we, Ellie? 130 episodes. Yeah. So many guests. So much wine. So much wine. Unbelievable. Oh. So, yeah. We'll have a bit more anniversary chat at the end. But first, uh, this is a very special podcast, isn't it, Helen? It's extremely exciting because we have the one and only Ed Miliband on our podcast and the brilliant Jeff Lloyd. Yeah, so we recorded this uh, at Jeff's house, I think, wasn't it? Um, yes. Which is on actual, four actual microphones instead of instead of our one that we've had for five years that cost £39.99. Yes. So you'll notice that the sound quality is, is marginally better. I would say shitloads better, Ellie Gibson. Uh, but yeah. yes. <laughs> I was being ironic. But thank you for highlighting that for the listener. Um, That's my gift. Yeah. Uh, so yes. So uh, we just, I think, let's just play it, shall we? Yeah. Let's go. This is the Scummy Mummies Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies Podcast. I'm Helen Thorne. And I'm Ellie Gibson. And who have we got here, Ellie? I'm Jeff Lloyd. And I'm Ed Miliband. Yeah! Amazing! Exciting times! We've got a ginger and a politician. My two dads. (laughs) (laughs) It's so nice to be described as a ginger because I'm increasingly grey. Oh, Oh. we got hints, hints of ginger. Yes. Yes. Memories of ginger. (laughs) Salt and pepper and ketchup. It's nice. So, yeah, it's nice. I don't think we've ever had two dads on the podcast before. No. And I don't think we've ever had another podcasting duo on the podcast before. We're very flattered to be. Yes. Tell us about your podcast. So we do a podcast called Reasons to be Cheerful, which is a podcast about ideas if you're feeling depressed about the state of the world and the way our government and certain countries abroad have decided to run things, then we've got all the ideas to fix it. I don't know what you're talking about. You've never had it so good. (laughs) (laughs) And we've got Bonhomie as well. We've got a lot of Bonhomie. Between us. Yes. Yeah. Badinage. Yes, all yeah. these things. But but I, I think it's, it's a burgeoning bromance. Yeah, burgeoning. Uh <laughs> um with rocky periods. Uh the um I think the thing is that uh, I think there are lots of people who feel there's there's no solutions to the problems the world faces or Britain faces and it was Jeff's idea to give him full credit 
um, to say there must be good ideas out there. And we've done 40 or so of them so far. And there are lots of good ideas, both in Britain and around the world. And we're trying to make people more optimistic that there are solutions. So you're there. not just collating and nicking all these ideas to basically set up a new political party nope. and then become prime minister? <laughs> nope. No. Nope. Oh, uh, I'm quite disappointed. <laughs> uh, well, um, no, I, th- I think... And, and I think what's good is that we get people from across the political spectrum. You know, it's it's not party political. Obviously, people know I'm a Labour politician, but but it's trying to say whether you're left or right, there are there are ideas out there. Yeah, mm. and there's been lots of different. Um, you've had yeah, obviously international guests. Um, <laughs> international I, guests. I, I heard an Australian woman on the podcast yes. the other day. I mean, that was fascinating. Um, <laughs> I love that you think that's better than an, a native guest. Yeah, that's, exactly. You know. But I was surprised that you had Tory guests because I've been listening to the podcast since the get go, and um, I thought, oh, that's really good that that you you don't just want your own ideas because with our podcast we go, well, we're only going to have those people we like on. Don't <laughs> care what the other people think. We just want our, our own ideas. So was that the kind of idea for the podcast that you wanted? different voices it was an accident really um we we thought it would probably end up being a little bit more left of center than it's ended up being when we started out in terms of the audience but Mm. i just think people are so desperate for some positivity to cling on to and and less you know we're trying not to do yaboo um and if you know you're a tory with interesting things to say so we had david willits lord willits who's produced this big report about the the sort of generate the way the younger generation is being screwed by the older generation some ideas to do something about it so you know he was a good person to have on we had Ruth Davidson the Tory leader in Scotland who's for votes at 16 so so in a way it's sort of horses for courses and we're trying to have people on although those two maybe get a lot of attention or get some attention in the mainstream media we're trying to have people on who might be academics or people who work at charities who, who wouldn't necessarily get the kind of expo- you know, exposure that others would get. And I like the fact you had a pirate on, or a pirate specialist. Did. That's yeah. one of my favourite episodes, and that enlightened me about An actual pirate. pirate. Well, no, you you, you say it because you. That was your you are. You Why haven't we had a pirate? On? I know. Let's rip off their ideas. Yeah. So this was Sam Conniff Ayande, who has written a book called "Be More Pirate," and his point is that change happens not because of the people who obey the rules but uh, people who shake it up and people who do things their own way. And he looks at pirate society and actually the way they ran things on the pirate ships is one of the great examples of egalitarian societies and there were gay marriage and all, all kinds of stuff going on the pirate ships that you don't see in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, I'm up for it. I like I like I like the whole thing about exposing the the pay scale as well. That's my big bugbear that everybody should know what everyone else is being paid. I thought let's take that on board. Helen Thorne speaks out. Yeah, man, yes, definitely <laughs> good for you. That's it. Um, so how how people always ask us this, but how did you two meet? We met I, in the run-up to the 2015 election. Ed was a guest on my radio show against his uh, better judgment. Totally Somebody persuaded you judgment. to do it. And Who is this guy? I'm, and why am I doing the show? <laughs> I think that's generally wild. The thing is, knowing you know, I can hear you saying yeah. that. Yeah. And did um, you think, you know, at that meeting, wow, I really hope in three years' time we're, we're sitting in Jeff's loft uh, with the scummy yeah, that mummies. Was my, that yeah. was my ambition. That was the dream. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I humanised him. <laughs> he semi-humanised me, basically. Yes. Um, and he asked me whether I'd ever done a Mooney. He asked me about, which I hadn't. Uh, he asked me about... Uh, Have Man- you now? No. Uh, Will he, you now? He, no. Uh, he asked me about Manic Minor, which was a game I used to play oh, as a yeah. child. Um, and so, you know... Yeah, I did actually like about your immigration policy as well, but you seem to have forgotten that. I've bit. totally forgotten yeah. that. Uh, no, but I thought Manic Minor, to be yeah. honest. To, in all general, I thought he was just seemed incredibly nice. And, and people were very complimentary about the interview and... and 
and then he got back in touch. So how do you find it being in a kind of double act? Do you find that, you know, one person is a more natural leader, kind of more intelligent with their questions and just generally oh, a bit All right, quicker. all right. And I can hear what you're guessing at there. <laughs> and <laughs> while the other one is Australian, do you find that? <laughs> you find that? That, that could be something. <laughs> I, I'm incredibly lucky to have Jeff because he is an you know, he's a fantastic professional who knows what he's doing, whereas I don't really know what I'm doing. And so, you know, it's really, I think the podcast works in, in large measure because of Jeff sort of shapes it to make sure it, it actually is appealing to people. Mm. And I'm incredibly lucky to have Ed because it's made me a real talking point amongst my neighbours. Yes. <laughs> Ed Miliband setting up at that house every week. <laughs> What's yeah. he doing in Jeff's lodge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm his masseuse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're running a high-class escort service. That. Oh, okay. That's fair enough. That's oh. fair enough. And you're both dads, is that right? Correct. Yes, I am a father of a two-and-a-bit-year-old called Eugene. Oh. Excellent name. And I'm the father of Daniel and Sam, who are nine and seven. Oh, uh, I've got I've got a seven and nine year old. Yeah, snap. Yeah, I mean that's boys. an interesting that's a fun fact. fact. Mm. Yes, no, they're nine. Uh, the nine year old's a girl, and the seven year old's a boy. Yeah, so, so you're a, a bit time. a bit further along further the journey, along. Ed. Yeah. Do you like to dispense advice to Jeff? Do I? Not really. I if really. if you had one piece of advice to give him, say right now, for example, what would it be? Don't become leader of the Labour Party so that you don't see your children. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's his weekend ruined. That would be my number one. That would be my number one piece of advice. Ed's boys are so sweet with my son. We went over a while ago, and basically we just left him in their care for an afternoon, and they were so nice with him. It's funny how children can come into their own when they have younger children to look after. Mm. You know, it's sort of in a way it brings out their sort of kind of caring instincts and that's that goes for mother-in-laws as well because ed went to chicago and my mother-in-law had your two yes, sons for the she... afternoon and it really brought out this lovely side of her <laughs> <laughs> do you know nice. that like <laughs> so do you think you're happier now that you're you know not doing the labor party and doing more of the childcare, or is it worse <laughs> I mean, look i think it's sort of uh, a bit of both i mean uh, you know it, it's obviously I'm disappointed to lose the election. And so I don't, I would never say, oh, well, I'm glad I lost the election. But I think it's certainly true that my relationship with my children and Justine, in a way, has been transformed mm. by being present, not absent. Mm. Because the problem about doing that job, at least for me, was it was very hard to be really present. And it was so all-consuming. And I suspect but, other frontline politicians would say would say the same. But when in 2015, yeah. in the run-up to the election, were the conversations had with your boys, which were, we might have to move house on Friday? No, actually. Uh, and what somebody at school said to Daniel, and remember, they were, what, sort of six and four, so, so yeah, six and four, so significantly younger then. Um, and I think a teacher or teachers did say to Daniel, you might have to move house, and we sort of... I, I thought I think the way we coped with it was not to think too much about what happens if we win. So you hadn't thought I'll go number eleven over number ten because isn't the 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 lodgings at number eleven are a bit bigger and more family friendly? Yeah, partly for superstition reasons, although it didn't pay off. I didn't <laughs> didn't want to sort of measure the curtains. You, you should know. have measured the curtains. Then it might have paid off. Then it might have paid off. Yeah, that's it. Thatcher measured the, measured the curtains every night before, didn't she? she <laughs> even though she was there already. I don't know what I'm talking about. There. Just absolute nonsense. But do you think do you think being a dad because you were obviously a dad before you were the yeah. did you think that influenced how you you were a politician did you think it goes both ways I think a bit I think I think a bit yeah um, although I, I I don't 
I'm not sure I love the I'm going to play the parenthood card, no, which no. is a bit of a sort of political thing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> as the father of boys, I blah. Mm. You know, I hope you have those emotions, mm. you know, whether you're a father or not a father or mother or not a mother. You're um, staying alive, staying alive. Well, yeah. Um, but um, I think it does influence. I, I was a climate change secretary when Daniel was born and I was rushing around the world you know, trying to get this agreement in, on climate change in Copenhagen, the Copenhagen summit in 2009. And it, it definitely sort of, you know, if you think about long term about what your kid's going to look back on, okay, maybe Brexit, but, you know, Brexit hadn't happened at that point. You know, I think they will think, well, did you really get it on climate change? Did you really do something about it? Or did you leave us to cope with the legacy of that? So maybe it think, makes you think more generationally mm. and more longer term. Mm. Dude, we should start thinking about our legacy. We've done nothing like that. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Like> idiots. <laughs> Uh, Jeff, have you ever been leader of the Labour Party? Um, I haven't yet. Right. But... I've nothing more to say to you. Then. Um, <laughs> how about a quiz, Helen? Oh, let's do a quiz, Ellie. Okay. So we do, we'll do the quiz, then the song? Yeah. Okay. And then we can cut the song out if it's weird. Good. <laughs> okay, good. So, so we've got a quiz for you. It's a Helen Thorne special. Yes, it is. It's so... called the Scabby Daddies Quiz. Oh, my God. That's right. So we're scummy mummies, but we want to find out if these guys are scabby daddies. So we've got a quick fire quiz. Are they going to buzz in? They're going to buzz in to okay, see if then. they know the answer. There's seven questions. Okay. okay. Question one. How much is a McDonald's Happy Meal? I can't help with this, no not idea. because I live a bourgeois life, which I do, but um, I, I'm vegetarian, so I've not been inside a McDonald's for oh, decades. Yeah, Terrible. No. Nope. No idea. Do you even know how many chicken nuggets you get? No. Not Six, in a happy bit. Eight? Four, but mm. close. So <laughs> When I did it, I used to work at a radio station where we would give away McDonald's vouchers, and I found the cupboard. It was like 18 years old at the time. I found the cupboard where they kept these things, and I used to, like, me and my friend Chris would go and surreptitiously... Uh, steal. I was going to try and find a prettier word, but steal. And then we would go to McDonald's each with uh, a voucher like we'd won a prize. And I'd say, Can I have 20 uh, chicken McNuggets, please? And whatever else you could spend £10 on. And so I'd, I'd been out with a girl who worked at McDonald's, and she told me that if you complain about something, they will instantly replace it without any question. So we'd take the 20 nuggets away, and then I'd go back to the counter and say, I'm awfully sorry, there are only 19 nuggets in that box. <laughs> and they would give you another 20. Amazing. So I just sit there and eat 40 nuggets in a setting in a sitting that's an amazing jeff lloyd story that is incredible wow wow but no we didn't know the answer yeah okay, so if you ever want 40 nuggets for the yeah. price of 20 that's that's, that's, how do it. that's, yeah. that's amazing yeah. right so so far you're not very scabby yeah. okay Let's see. Right. okay now which cbb celebrity was named the hottest children's presenter for 2018 was it dr range andy or mr tumble mr tumble i think it's <laughs> I think it was Dr. Rand. He's a very handsome man. It, it was Rand. It was yeah. those eyelashes. Yeah. Oh, they he's, get you every time. He's a hornbag. I love him. Yes. Yeah. So, um, right. Yeah. And Andy, I think, thinks he's too good for CBeebies. <laughs> I think he's just looking for his opportunity yeah. to get out onto a game show. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just very badly on this quiz so far. No, it's all right. It's all right. Still, you know. It's still time. I think, uh, should you do that next one? Uh, okay. What is, uh, or what should be the correct name for World Book Day? A, dress up day, B, Amazon Prime day, or C, pain in the fucking arse. A and C, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> I'd go for all three. All right. yeah. Excellent. Good stuff. Yeah, I think that's correct. Yeah, point each. Yeah. Okay, where does the word IKEA come from? Is it Swedish for Alan Key, an acronym of the founder's name, or is it Sunday is fucking ruined? 
See, <laughs> so Ingvar Kamprod was the founder of IKEA. And we don't I think, swear on this podcast. I think the EA came from um, the the village that he was Correct. from. Correct. Oh, I mean that is a massive point. Wow. wow, you should get like a million points, points for that. Yes, I mean that exactly. is fantastic. Yeah. He's a big Swedophile. Yeah. Yes, Good. not Ingvar Kamprod, but no. yes, uh, I mean he's a Swedophile. Too. Ingvar Kamprod was only very briefly involved in the Swedish equivalent of Hitler Youth when he was young. Oh, yeah. is that true? Yeah, yeah. just a touch. Oh. Just well, a devil. That's not so good. No. Oh, Dave ruined it. Um, uh, which of these body parts have our children not <laughs> announced a description of in the changing rooms at the swimming pool? A, boobs, B, bush, <laughs> or C, C, arse, or D, all of the above? All of the above. Correct. Yes. <laughs> yes there have we have go. Either, either of you experienced the joy of having your private parts announced in the change rooms? Well, it's what is great for me is my son's speech is delayed. He's having oh, speech therapy. What a but gift! But it's, it's it is a real gift because it is prolonging the agony of that yes. kind of thing. Yeah. Oh. And uh, no, 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 no confessions on that school. All right, that's for after the show. Yeah. Okay. Which is which of the following is not a PJ Mask character? Is it A. Catboy, B. Alet, or C. Shiny Bob? I think we'll need that one again. Mm. You, you, are, you, are you familiar with the work of the PJ Masks? No. Ah, oh. that's Ellie's Hell. Yes, that's the super. They're 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 child. The more I describe it, the weirder it is. They're child superheroes who only come out at night after they're supposed to have gone to bed, and they fight the night ninjas. Where do they feature? Um, on TV, Channel Five. No, shiny. Yeah. So, which of these is not a PJ Mask? A Catboy, B Owlette, or C Shiny Bob? I'm going to go for shiny Bob. So That's I. correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. Good right. guess. Oh. oh, there we go. That's you, it. For one extra point, can either of you sing the Hey Dougie, Sticky Sticky Stick Stick song? I can't. I can't. Oh, Guys, they're not scabby. They're actually probably very nice fathers. Yes, they? absolutely. Damn oh, well. I can oh, play all the bits of incidental music from In the Night Garden on the piano. Ah, oh. yeah. we do an adult version of that in our show called Dogging in the Night Garden. That's for another time. <laughs> yes, we have a whole section yeah. in our show called Sexy Babies. Yes, mm. 69 Zoo Lane. Yeah, uh, Sarah and, and Fuck. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're great. It's a sophisticated show, isn't yes, it? Very it sounds like a family show. Yes, yes, yes. yes. It's good times. Great. All right. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right, done. So on election night 2015, yeah. uh, I'm sure you can't remember what you were doing. No, um, yeah. We were in a pub in southeast London. Right. Uh, with my dad, who's also a comedian, doing uh, an election comedy night. Oh, fuck. I know. I well, know. we thought it was going to be the best yeah. night of everybody's lives. And about 10 o'clock, so people started I, going yeah. home. But we started crying. Yeah. Uh, yeah um, but before that happened, uh, we did a very, very amusing at the time mm. uh, parody uh, where one of us played Nick Clegg. I think you were Nick. I was Nick. And I was David Cameron. That's right. And so we had written this song in the lead up to the election. So we just thought we should sing it for you. Oh, that's so kind. Because you want to be reminded yeah. of it. I couldn't, um, get, <laughs> I, I couldn't get the music to pipe through the thing, so I'll just play it on my phone if you like. So. Okay, so, that's fine. so picture the night. <laughs> I don't think he wants to. I don't think so, no. Oh, there we go. Here we go. Here we go. Whoa! <laughs> She's dropped her words. Oh. Ready? So when I'm Nick Clegg. David, when I met you, you could do no wrong. I thought we were buddies singing the same song, but you let me down. You made me a laughing stock. Nikki, it's been fun, but it's time to move on. <laughs> you and I are finished, no more live dem cons, and it's not my fault that you're such a massive cock. <laughs> You said we'd be pals And I stupidly believed you You knew the deal Don't pretend (laughs) that I deceived you We We lied to each other Uh Uh-huh Talking shite to each other Uh Uh-huh Arseholes in the stream (laughs) This is how it ends Still on different teams We were never friends Now our day is done, I guess it's been fun, although we lied to each other, aha, from one arsehole to another, aha. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, brilliant. I really enjoy, uh, in particular, the characterisation of David Cameron. I think you really <laughs> got a lot of his so, essence in I there. I did a lot of method work. So and this was spend... before we heard him do his little hummers. So I will, yeah. give you, I will now give you a Yummy Mummies exclusive, which is that the day after the general election, which is the day I resigned, I decided, which I think was a good thing to do, right thing to do, to go to the VE Day commemoration just before I, re- just before I formally stepped down. Now, it was... I was sort of in shock, so you know I wasn't really kind of that conscious of what was going on, and I was sort of just kind of dealing with it. But the awkwardness of of standing next to before we went out and did it, Cameron and Clegg, where Cameron was having to explain to Clegg 
because it was sort of like I think the first time they talked since the election, oh, and the wow. plague had been completely wiped out. Mm. Uh, so it was it was definitely I mean orcs. so you know, it, was, yeah, yeah. it was less orcs <laughs> for me actually. <laughs> And kind of more orcs for them. God, thank God. Could you hear what they were saying then? Could you actually hear what yeah, they were Yeah, but I mean, I think it was generally sort of, oh, I didn't expect it to go quite as well as it did, said Cameron. You know, oh. Wow, that's uh, lovely. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> but, oh, but I don't think Clegg was very happy, really. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, an exclusive, Ellie. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Oh, I feel bad for saying that Clegg was an arsehole as well now. Oh. But not that bad. Don't feel no, that bad. Don't, no. No. <laughs> Just ask the students he... about Nick. Um. Yes. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm glad you liked our song. It's a shame it's no longer contemporary, but thank you for allowing Allowing us to perform it for you anyway. <laughs> brought back memories. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. There we and go. I'm sorry that I've kind of slightly ruined election night for you. Oh, right. I mean, you know, we got some good laughs before the shit yeah. went down. So yeah, exactly. it was a good time. And then we, we just got absolutely shit faced, yeah. as I'm sure many of us did. Yes. Uh, so there we are. We, uh, now, we compared Farage to our front bottoms. I was just reading back the script. Oh, I mean, yeah. there's some great content. Great there. jokes. Really yes. good. Great jokes. Excellent. Didn't call him a burk. No, no we didn't. did not. Worse or a wasic. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, um, now we do like to finish off the uh, podcast with a scummy mummy confession. So this is basically a sort of story of parenting failure. Um, oh, I don't know if I've... Oh, you've got one. Definitely. Got one, good, Great. Good. I left one of my children in the care of Richard Desmond, well-known... <laughs> pornographer. Por- pornographer, <laughs> or owner of the Daily Express. Because what happened was that I went to... This is a genuinely <laughs> That's almost as bad story. as leaving a child in a pub. So I went to Hampstead Heath to walk with my children. It must have been... I think pretty sure it was before the uh, general election of 2015. And... Um, so they must have been three and five, four and six. And, and they were both on their bikes. And one of them rode off. And then the other one... And I like, couldn't see him. The older one, Daniel, I think, rode off. So, and I would sort of had run into this guy in a woolly hat with some dogs who turned out to be Richard Desmond who engaged me in conversation. And as he was engaging me in conversation, one of them rode off. So I was like, look, I'm sorry, I've got to go and find Daniel. You're going to have to look after Sam. So I left Sam in the care of Richard Desmond. <laughs> Amazing I am calling the NSPC. It did not, I mean, nothing, you know, it, 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 he sort of lived to tell the tale, but, mm. you know, there yeah. you go. But now I, don't think it's, I don't think it's perfect parenting. Yeah. No. I mean, he's, he's been a daily star reader ever since. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He gets them free. That's uh, literally one of the worst things I've ever heard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jeff? I can't really compete with that. My son is obsessed with, like, taxis, buses, uh, all forms of public transport, and then increasingly emergency vehicles. And often I will, the first thing I hear when I wake up in the morning is him sitting up in his cot going, Nina, 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 because he's thinking about police cars or ambulances. So there was something I needed to do last week, probably like go out across the shop, which is I can see from my front door. And he was just in his nappy and it seemed like a faff. So I thought, how can I keep him occupied while I just run and get some milk? And I thought, I'm going to look at it. I don't generally let him watch YouTube videos, but I thought, I wonder if there are any YouTube videos of emergency vehicles. So I, I look this up, and sure enough, like somebody has made a film just standing on the Marlebone Road watching ambulances and police cars and fire engines go by. So I, I put that on for him and ran across the road. When I came back, this thing had gotten really gruesome. Oh, God. It was awful. So basically, you left somebody, him on his own. Just for like 30 seconds. That's. I don't, you needn't talk. You needn't make that. 
that face <laughs> in your glass house with yeah, your stones. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Correct. <laughs> I came back and and the film is it's gone from just being ambulances going past and there's somebody lying on the floor. Oh my god, covered oh my god. in blood, whilst paramedics strap him to a gurney. <laughs> and I just felt so awful. That's not ideal parenting. Oh. It's not ideal parenting. Oh it's not god. ideal, but yeah. you know, so there's nothing worse. You didn't send to Lego Land with Paul Dacre or anything like that. <laughs> no. So, who, Paul Dacre, of course, uh, just resigned editor of the Daily Mail. My father-in-law once punched in the face. So, not a confession, he just something I'm proud of. Paul Dacre in the face. It, they were at school together, wow. uh, and he said he was a tosser then. Wow. <laughs> there we go. And he got to fight, and he punched him in the face again. Wow. Not a confession, just a part of my family's history and legacy, which I will always treasure. That's so, a lovely, lovely story. Ellie. You're welcome. You're very good. Uh, thank you both for sharing. Thank oh, you very it's been much. Been a pleasure. Thank, thank you for having us. And do listen to your podcast. Where can people find it? All the places they do. If, if they found this, they'll be able to find us quite on all easily. good platforms. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> thank you so much. You've been brilliant guests. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks a lot. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Well, there we go. That was our episode. Five years. That's five years, mate. Five oh years of podcasting. Hundreds, Done. Hundreds of hours, all neatly tied up in one episode, really. That was, yeah. our, I think, one of my favourite episodes, actually. I agree. I agree. And I, re- I really can't believe it's been five years, because people always ask us how we got started. And it was basically, you know, we started with the podcast. That was before the live shows, before the mm. Instagram. Before, I don't think Instagram even existed I, then. I don't want to know about a time without Instagram. Yeah. I really <laughs> yeah. don't. What would I do with my life if I didn't have Instagram to flick through? Because I, I, would, I would say... We one of the first ever parenting podcasts around in the UK like funny yeah. ones like, yeah certainly the first one to kind of not be going and this is how you get your baby to sleep but yeah. you know the first one to go oh my god getting to but your baby's to sleep shit in it it's fucking impossible I know have a glass of wine don't worry about it yeah, yeah. my yeah. marriage is in the toilet ah! yeah. that kind of thing yeah so I'm proud of that but genuinely when we started I really did not think for a moment you know that five years later we would be like still sitting on my sofa or like going to Ed Miliband's mate's house yeah. to do a podcast it's pretty mental <laughs> it is completely mental and I was sort of thinking back to all these weird situations we've been in like we were sitting on some beanbags once drinking lager mm. with Suzanne Moore talking about feminism yeah in a, in a yurt I yeah. mean there's there's been some really interesting rides and then having like selfies with Mr Tumble yeah. I mean and then and that guy what's his name Dar O'Brien oh who's that guy yeah. who's that guy yeah. we had him as well so it has taken us to all the most amazing places and yeah. then yeah, and then we got to sit in a Greece uh, recreated bedroom with Frenchie from Greece, Didi Con. I mean, it's been it's been a roller coaster ride. <laughs> when when you describe what we've done and put it together, it doesn't actually make sense. No. It sounds like a weird dream, some yes. kind of David Lynch esque kind yeah. of very long film with no real meaning. And we and we genuinely wouldn't still be going after all this time, I think, if it weren't for you, the listener brackets. Yes, my mum and <laughs> yes. others. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think that 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 is what keeps me going. I mean, the money. I mean, financially. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we did the podcast didn't make any money at all for the first two or three years. Yeah. I think we got excited once because we got like a check for twenty quid. Got really excited, yeah. yeah. But it didn't make any money. But the reason genuinely we kept going is because we got all these lovely emails, which we still get to this day from people mm. saying that the podcast help them through difficult stuff or just that it made them laugh or just that they thought it was good or funny yeah and that really you know made us want to keep going and then luckily enough uh, we started to make a little bit of, of money but obviously we haven't bought a new microphone so uh... <laughs> no 
Let's not go crazy. And Ellie hasn't bought a new sofa. So, I mean, we're basically the same as where we started, except our nails and hair are nicer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. And we did have a five-year anniversary party, didn't we? We had a wonderful big, big bash. We invited some of the previous podcast guests and Ellie's dad. Um <laughs> Well, he is a previous podcast guest. And we had a lovely knees up. We did dancing. We ate a lot of cheese. We had a lot of fun. We did have a very special guest of honour. Oh, my God. You will not believe this, listener. We had the actual real Captain Birdseye. Yes. He's quite handsy, it Oh, my God. He is. His name's Ricardo. Yes. And he's from Italy, from Rome specifically. And the Birdseye company flew him out from Rome for our party oh. and made us a massive cake that looked like a giant fish finger. Yes, and he did not know what the fuck was going he on. Did he was not. absolutely clueless. But he just kept hugging us and smiling. Yes. And hugging the rest of the women in the audience, yeah. which was lovely. I liked it when I asked him who was his favourite out of me or you, and he just came up behind me and sort of bear hugged me from behind. <laughs> That was one of the most erotic moments of my life, to be uh, bear-hugged from behind by Captain Birdseye. I mean, it's every girl's dream, isn't it? I mean, and I just like watching. I mean, is that that bad? (laughs) That's that's, that's odd. Definitely weird. (laughs) Anyway, Um, he did give me a kiss and a cuddle later. Yeah. uh, Outside. Um, But (laughs) outside everything. Um, But yes, we had a wonderful party and there was lots of booze, wasn't there, Ellie? Yes, thank you, iHeartWines.co.uk. They supplied some lovely wines. And uh, Bear Smith for the cocktails. Oh, they were delicious. And little fizzy wines in cans. That was lovely. Yeah. And we also had nuts from Don't Buy Her Flowers. And also Brown Bag Crisps gave us crisps. Yes. How about that? all, All the treats. Uh, but special, most most of all, special thanks to Mums the Word who organised the party for us, and they did an amazing job. And there were gold balloons, and there were photos of us through the ages, all around the room, and oh. it was just fabulous. And the fab DJ Ali, who when he played Africa by Toto, I mean, the room just kicked off. <laughs> Yeah, we were literally shaking the walls. It was fantastic. Yeah. But the whole thing couldn't be possible without cash, Ellie. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Money is always wonderful. Yes. And the wonderful people at Now TV gave us a bag of cash uh, and and we had a lovely time. So thank you, Now TV. I really like these chaps uh, at the Now TV. Don't you, Ellie? Yeah, well, I, I certainly do, Helen. <laughs> that sounded believable and natural. <laughs> Um, yeah, so now TV have got this thing called a smart stick, basically, and you plug it into your telly, and then you can stream like movies and box sets and football, you know, all the all the things. Um, yeah, and you can get a fourteen day free trial from nowtv.com. Oh, so. fabulous! I I I really like it at the moment because I've got Now TV because they gave it to me. I'm catching up on Modern Family, which I'm really liking. Oh, and what we, are you watching? We got we and um, we got the movies pass, so we watched Wonder Woman the other night, and then we watched Guardians of the Galaxy to basically all slightly above mediocre superhero films that's mm. that's what we're enjoying so it's good yeah. oh and the new one this summer is the Lego Ninjago film which I really liked Ninjago or Ninjago let's not fight yes. <laughs> it's been let's five not, years let's not ruin it over Ninjago <laughs> which is the correct pronunciation Ninjago so anyway okay. yeah so thank you so much to Now TV for that I yes. mean that's enough whoring isn't it that's it absolutely thank you so much we had we just had a great time yeah. and I must say thank you to me um, <laughs> I made us some very special costumes oh. so we, Ellie and I wore um, swimsuits of each other's faces 
and we wore leggings which had photos of people who have been on the podcast as well so do look at the Instagram photos I mean if you want to it was spectacular I have to say you, you absolutely outdid yourself and you basically organised the whole party so thank yeah. you for that <laughs> that's alright um, Ellie gave a lovely speech about actually being the groom in the wedding and just turning up but do you know who else gave a speech Ellie? I do my dad yes who if you do follow us on Instagram if you watch our stories you'll know uh, he's he's sort of become he's like the fifth Beatle he's like the third scummy mummy somehow inveigled himself in and is becoming even more popular than us it's very annoying but he did do a father of the brides uh, speech um, which was uh, wonderfully short Um, so yeah and then he had a good chat with Captain Birdseye about what it's like to be a jobbing actor (laughs) so I think they had a lovely time everything went right it was really lovely Oh. oh good on you Jim thank you very much and yes he will be on our Instagram stories uh, throughout the rest of 2018 yes well there we are thank you again uh, so much for listening to the podcast and and please do subscribe I know we always go on about rate review and subscribe just makes us feel nice just as makes well. us feel nice yes. it does all those I, we read every single review on mm. iTunes and it helps us so much so please do that uh, it will take literally about 45 seconds just give us five stars yeah uh, please <laughs> And do tell your friends. I think that's the lovely thing about the podcast. It has grown sort of organically because a mate's recommended it to a mate and so forth. And now we are listened to in 147 countries, Ellie. Wow. Hello, Zanzibar. Hello, Vanuatu. Ah, hello to the one listener in Russia. Ah, my dream is to one day go around to all these places. Maybe not Russia, but the other ones. (laughs) And, uh, oh, that'd be lovely. That's Um, it. We want to personally shake the hands of everybody. Give them a hug. Give them a bottle of wine. Yeah. That's that's, that's been the loveliest thing, actually, is connecting with you all. It really is. And the podcast is free, and we're never going to ask for money for it. But, uh, yeah, if you have enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a little review because um, yeah that's that, like, that'd, be a nice, that'd be like buying us a drink for our fifth birthday oh go on then uh, and do if you're in the UK come and see us live we're doing so many gigs Ellie up yeah. and down the country and we've got a big Christmas tour as well so do check scummymummies.com for the live show events yes and one more time thank you again all so much for your support and your lovely emails and especially all the ones we've had from people who say they've had tough times and the podcast has helped them through which you know we would never pretend to know anything about anything so to hear that we've accidentally helped people really does make us feel good and surprised yes <laughs> and, and almost incredulous oh my um, god we yeah there, there, there are many emails that have actually made me cry um, both because I understand what they're going through but also that yeah we've done something good yeah which makes a bloody change <laughs> god knows we're not on the PTA oh <laughs> god knows we never knit anything yes. um, but anyway so thank you very much for, for being with us all this time um, and thank you Ellie Gibson thank you do you think we could do another five years I think so I mean we've been through you know uh, appendicitis a car crash a premature baby uh, a trip to Nepal mm. uh, what have the other big things been uh, you urinating in front of me many times yes yes I <laughs> me, mean if <laughs> me never urinating in front of you <laughs> I just seize up it's the only time can't I can't piss my pants is, is in it. front of Ellie I just oh yeah I try I, I can't I fail I can piss anywhere I'm like an x-man oh my god <laughs> and sleep anywhere you yeah, can't oh yeah. god anyway anyway here's just... to another five years Yay! cheers bye bye I didn't say until next time like I usually do. Do you think it matters? Nah, fuck it. (laughs) We're all going to die. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.